The Rum of the Mist show that you are currently tuned into will begin in about five minutes. Until then, enjoy this wonderful tune. Why does a good man have to
You are listening to It Had to Be Said with Venus, presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I've no more fucks to give. My fucks have run up dry. I've tried to go fuck shopping, but. Go ahead. We on? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible for that. Oh, it's another one had to be said with Venus and Christopher Stoll. And we have a guest speaker tonight for Radic. Hello. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is uh, going to join us tonight as we talk about internet safety for parents. Um, shitty people, shitty behavior, and what it takes to be a real woman. And before anyone has any sexist remarks about this, I've invited multiple women to join us for this conversation, but no women wanted to join. So, um, I also had a few transgender... But um, they didn't have the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) How fitting. Um, so, um, <laughs> if this is a little one-sided, um, women, sorry to tell you, but this was your choice when you get, uh, invitations to speak up and you choose to not speak up, that's your choice. So that's how this show is going to go tonight. Um, if any women want to come and join us on the show, um, send me a message on Skype, Venus Uncensored, and we'll add you to the show, no problem. Uh, same goes same goes to anybody that may be on Facebook. You can hit me up at uh, Christopher Stolle. Uh, let me know your Skype uh, name, and I can add you into the call if you want to speak. Uh, I will I will say this much. I did I did make a little derogatory joke uh, in the beginning, and uh, I don't care. But uh, the fact the fact of the matter is is that this is going to be a discussion. It is not meant to bash anybody or their belief system. So try to take this with a grain of salt. Don't get too offended. But trigger warning, you enter- probably will. It's for entertainment purposes. Um, and education. And education. <laughs> exactly. So let's get right into the education, boys and girls. Um, Sporadic is a 15-year-old male um, who is going to um, highlight on internet safety for parents. Because um, we've had this Momo challenge and stuff going around with little kids being exposed to Momo via YouTube videos um, on YouTube Kids and whatnot. So um, anything you want to say on that, Sporadic? Uh, yeah, about the Momo thing. Um, what I've heard is it's been going on YouTube Kids, which is a website made for kids solely, um, which involves this normal-looking kids video. It could be a kid's toy opening video, a Spider-Man and Elsa video. Like those kind of videos. And all of a sudden it will enter like this creepy looking face or statuette saying things for kids to uh, hurt themselves with certain objects or anything. Now, I don't think that kids should be on YouTube at all because there are certain videos that can go through their filter system. Uh, certain themes and dark things as well as the mobile. But for anyone above the age of 10 years old, I don't think that would be such an issue because any 10-year-old is not dumb enough to go 
find the nearest kitchen knife and stab it into themselves. That's that's the thing I think about Momo. And the news started freaking about freaking out about it recently because in I don't know some forty year old Karen saw it and thought, oh my goodness, these kids are in danger. Well, the thing, the, the big thing about this story, if I'm not mistaken, is it was disproven that Momo was not showing up in these videos. Uh, this this was a hoax. Like, uh, apparently there was a Momo thing that happened like seven years ago. Uh, but this resurgence of it was, uh, this current resurgence was a hoax. It was, it was a prank. Uh, people resurrecting it saying, look, see, I called it. It's right here making those types of videos that it didn't actually show up in the YouTube kids. However, whether it's real or a hoax, it did raise the question of internet safety and parents being parents and, and monitoring what your kids are exposed to on the net. Exactly. The mobile, um, there was a mobile challenge seven months ago, which two teenagers um, ended up killing themselves over. But it wasn't just found on YouTube. The ones I see on YouTube now, they're multiple different looking Momos. They're multiple different creators as far as I'm concerned. Like, they're, they're totally different in production. They're totally different in visuals. They're totally... Total what? You, you broke up. Yeah. Uh, we lost her a moment. Uh while we're while we're waiting for her audio to come back, uh, I will let you guys know we're talking. Even though there's multiple different Momos, we're not talking about Acacio Cortez. I know she looks like Momo, but that's not what we're talking about. That's that's not the Momo. You, you, you may still want to keep your kids away from those videos, but she's not Momo. You get. <laughs> oh man, um, you might want to check to see if Venus. Uh, if you if you have contact with her, see if uh, she uh, even knows that her audio is not working right now. All right. And uh, while we're going through that, I guess uh, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more uh, about uh, internet safety because I'm I am a father. I have a nine and ten year old uh, who both like to go on to uh, the internet. She left the chat. She'll she'll probably be back in. Should be back in. If not, I'll add her back in. Who who do go on the internet? They like to watch the like Roblox videos and and uh, uh, this stupid stupid thing. I don't even know really what it is. But uh, where like these kids are playing with stuffed Mario and Luigi's and and they're having stupid adventures and stuff of that nature. They they like these videos and they're harmless. They're dumb, but they're harmless enough. Uh, but I am very cognizant of what they're watching on it uh, because of the fact that I don't want them exposed to things that, first off, will give them nightmares, but uh, second off, that some creep doesn't jump in. Exactly. Um, oh, there you like, are. <laughs> yeah, my, my thing cut off again. I don't know which part I was at, but yeah, I cut off. Uh, fucking tell us. Bell Internet, worst, worst, worst fucking company in the goddamn world. <laughs> By the way, Juliana uh, just jumped onto the chat and said, uh, I do know that I babysit. So she, she definitely gets what we're talking about, that you have to monitor, you know, what kids do on the on the Internet. You have to be a parent. You can't like uh, like 
no disrespect, Juliana, you can't have the the tablet or the computer or or the TV be the babysitter. No. You can See, not let the, the parents. Exactly. See, like seven months ago, like um, my my daughter's dad, uh, my daughter was like just turned nine years old. And her dad's sister, who's like a 40-fucking-year-old woman, decided that it was a good idea to give my daughter Snapchat. Um, so with Snapchat, like literally anyone could do your profile. Um, I'm an adult. I could tell your location using Snapchat. Anyone can check out a child's location using Snapchat. So it was the worst fucking idea in the world. And why? Because she wanted to video chat with her. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you live down the goddamn street. You can go drive to her. I, I so, kind of have the same issue right now. My daughter, my 10-year-old daughter, has a fake uh, Facebook account. And uh, it, it's under an assumed name that her mother, I'm, I'm divorced, her mother allowed her to have. Now, see, not so much of an issue about that because my daughter has a way of contacting me. But the content within the fake account, she has memes saved in her photos that are sexual of nature. This is a 10-year-old girl. Like, you break it down to its essentials, it's still a 10-year-old girl that creeps are probably going to try to talk to. First off, thinking it's, you know, somebody your age or my age or something of that nature. And then when they find out they're not, there's still going to be some guys and some girls that won't care. Yeah, see, you, there's easy ways to set up privacy settings, um, and if you're like if your wife wants your daughter to have a Facebook profile so she can contact like solely you or something, um, you're gonna have to take the initiative as a parent to set up your privacy settings so that nobody could see your friends list, so none of your friends can see your friends list. The same with her mom. The same with you know like relatives and stuff. Make your profiles, your own personal profiles, so safety um, secure that nobody sees your friends. You're not going to have any mutual friends because you change the privacy settings. Then you can have a 10-year-old honestly have a Facebook account that only friends of friends can get, send you requests. But they would have to actually have to search up a fake name, uh, say you and her are friends. They'd actually have to search up her fake name. And it would show one mutual friend, and then they can add her. Well, but they, I, no, no, no strangers would be able to add her through your account. No, I, I agree with you, but the problem is, is I don't get a say. Again, we're we're going to go into conversation later about like you know what makes a real woman. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I know I'm not a real woman because I have no rights when it comes to children. Um, we also Juliana did say for uh, she babysits for two kids, both five and nine who both watch YouTube, same thing, Roblox and toy reviews, etc. And they were obsessed with Momo. It was disturbing. And then uh, Green Machine uh, 394, thanks for joining us, by the way, also stated that I am scared of Momo. <laughs> but you can't see her. She'll get you in your sleep, but you can't see her. Well, correct. Like, thank you can't see her, because like, that would be terrifying. But if you're going to get me in my sleep, by all means, I'll be sleeping. Get her done. We all got to go somewhere or another. But if I can't see you, you can't hurt me. <laughs> well, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, like, Momo's creepy. Momo is extremely creepy. But isn't Momo actually, the face of Momo anyway, actually a statue in an art museum in Japan of a of that face, that head, on a chicken's body? And it's supposed to be, like, 
mother bird. Yeah. Mother bird or, or uh, maternity uh, fertur- fertility type representation in some way, shape or form. Yeah, it's, it's mother uh, mother bird. I think that's what it's called. I mean, it's creepy as shit, even as what it is, but it, it's still, like, it doesn't have a nefarious background, but it's being used that way. Yeah. Yeah, which... Sporadic, you see anything else cool or creepy on the internet that parents should be worried about? Um, The only thing I think parents should be worried about is really monitoring their uh, kids' accounts on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Anything creepy? No, I don't think so. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, nothing worrisome, nothing parents should be concerned. Like, have you come across any, like, creepers or stalkers or, like, pedophiles or anything like that? Oh, well, they're everywhere. They're on everything, every website. But there's no way to be safe from them because they are everywhere. What needs um, to, what We needs could to take happen? measures, though. But you can take measures, though, against it, like um, the privacy settings on um, your kids' accounts. Um, If you are letting your kids use YouTube, you can let them use YouTube Kids, which is not that great of an idea because there are certain things going around in YouTube Kids. If you can search up, like, Spider-Man and Elsa things, um, there are some pretty sadistic, creepy tones in there if you look at them closely. It's quite entertaining for the more mature mind, but for a younger mind, it could be a little, uh, not brainwashing, but a little confusing to them. Well, a perfect yeah, example like, would be like the bat metal things, if you ever saw those videos. Somebody types in Batman and they see that, they're just going to think it's a Batman cartoon until they actually see it. What you is know. it? The bat metal? It, it's, uh, you, ever yeah. hear, you ever hear of the death metal band called Death Clock, which was made for yeah. Metalocalypse? It's taken their songs and they did a uh, like Batman and his Bat family doing uh, doing the, the the music in the music video, and it's pretty much Batman like with his with his cock out beating the shit out of all the villains and screwing all the <laughs> super females and it, it's it's pretty disturbing, especially the second one where he goes down and he kills like uh, Ariel and SpongeBob and <laughs> it's just, oh, it's it's disturbing. Yeah, you. you uh, you should check it out. Kids should not. <laughs> yeah. Like, it sounds entertaining as all hell, like, for an adult. But, I mean, like, with the maturity level of an adult, I mean, I watched some of these Momo videos, and I just died laughing. Like, I, it was comparable to seeing Momo and, hi, kids, and her face going forward and backwards. I'm like, yo, this is some 90s fucking Cartoon Network fucking shit right here. <laughs> like, it was just stuff we used to watch, like, as a kid, like, in Ren and Stimpy or, like, whatever else they would throw at us. Like, Jesus, but, I mean... <laughs> Jesus, Ren and Stimpy was not made for kids. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck no. And, you know, what? we used to watch it, and it's got the same type of, like, tone to it. Like, watching it now as an adult, like, I'm sitting there dying laughing. I, I sat there and watched Boba, and, oh, my God, like, this is what kids today are scared of, even. Hi, kids! Like... Oh my god, you guys, you, these kids would have never made it between like 1990 and like 1994 children. <laughs> There's absolutely no way in hell. Green Machine brings up a very good point. Netflix Kids is uh, poss- probably the best way to distract your child with a device. Netflix algorithms are way better for the U- uh, than YouTube's and 
random people cannot post videos there. That's an absolute truth. Uh, if you're going to have your kids online watching videos, that probably would be the better way to go. Something something like Netflix or I don't know if Hulu or Amazon Prime have those. Probably. But, uh, you know, uh, but I, I definitely agree with that because my kids do have a uh, connection to my Netflix account that is kids only uh, programming. So they can't accidentally discover Annabelle or, or something like that. And then, <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, what? They have uh, that Disney kids or something, too, right? True. I mean, you can you can get those. But basically, basically what, uh, what what Green Machine is saying, I, I kind of agree with is like paid services are monitored better. YouTube, yeah. like like uh, Green Machine said, any random can create. We're creating a video right now. Yeah. You know, and we 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 answer to nobody for this video, so our content. We we try to tell people, look, our content's mature. It's explicit. Don't let your kids listen to it. Be careful. You're probably going to get triggered on the conversations we have. We try to warn people about that, but at the same time, there's no governing of us from people who might not be mature enough for our content on YouTube. So there, yeah. he's at, uh, I, I'm assuming he from green machine. If, if you're a female, I do apologize. Uh, but uh, they, I'll, I'll use that. They are absolutely correct. There's, there's really no vetting on YouTube to really protect children, even within, as Sporadic said, within the YouTube kids uh, subsection, if you will. No, and you know what? Like Disney, okay, yeah, it's safe for children. But um, how many sexual innuendos are in Disney movies that even like adults miss? And your kids are watching that. Like, you know, they don't get the concept of what they're even seeing at times. So is Disney even safer for your children at this point? I would say I would say technically, yes. And I definitely want to get like a uh, sporadic uh, opinion on this. But uh, I would say technically, yes, because I mean, I grew up on, on Disney and, and Looney Tunes and, of course, the 80s and 90s Saturday morning cartoons. There were a lot of innuendo and everything else. But half the time I didn't get the joke until I was an adult. So to me, it was just watching the the, the funny bunny or the uh, the mouse run around or the duck with no pants on, and it was just funny to me. Nowadays, a lot of the content that's coming out that's unvetted and, and not regulated by like FCC or censorship boards, um, that content is blatant. You know what I mean? It's not innuendo. It's not a little inside joke that that uh that a author or illustrator decided to throw in there. It's in your face. You know, pulling it out and slapping you in the uh, left cheek with it. You know, and I I think that's the major difference is that it's, there's one thing about an innuendo that most times will go over a kid's head, and blatantly pulling out basically a porn picture and saying, "Here, look." That's how you were actually created. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sporadic. Am I, am I wrong in that? All well, for me, I haven't witnessed anything like that yet in any TV show. But I can definitely tell you there are some innuendos, especially from when I was uh, younger than I am now. I'd say around seven, five, eight, nine. Around then, there were definitely a lot of innuendos, like in SpongeBob and. Um, Fairly Odd Parents, all of those TV shows, 
Uh, there definitely was a lot of innuendos that flew right over my head, and some even from my parents' head. But I know my sisters got them because they were a lot older than me. She's right here, right now. Yes. Yeah. She probably was yeah, just dying to laugh, and I was asking, like, what's so funny? And like, <laughs> so for kids now, I don't think it'd be a problem. But if, like you just said, if they're just pulling out a porn picture and showing them this is how you're actually made, then yes, I think this should be censored. They shouldn't have run that episode. You see, when you were like a little child, like I used to be like high as ball smoking like pot and stuff. And I remember one time you were watching like uh, Toy Story and like sitting there watching like Buzz and Woody and I was just dying laughing and we had the best time watching it. But I'm thinking like Buzz and Woody like, I'm buzzed as hell, and, like, Woody, like, you know, it's got a reference to, like, a boner, and Buzz, like, it's kind of, like, if you put them together, it's kind of like a dildo, like, Buzz and Woody. <laughs> Actually, I think that was a meme uh, on Facebook for a little while of, like, Buzz Lightyear and Woody, and Buzz has got his hand on Woody's shoulder, and sh Woody looks concerned, and Buzz is like, look, Andy's mom's toys are named Buzz and Woody, too. <laughs> See, and, like, uh, like, I was, like, an adult mind, like, I was, like, 17 at the time. So, like, sitting there watching it, like, it made it more enjoyable for me to sit there and watch it um, with, like, a three-year-old. And, like, he had a great time sitting there watching it. Yeah, but you so know... So did I. But you know what... So does it make it easier for parents to pay attention when it's, like, sexual innuendos in kids' shows? Again, that goes back, that goes back to being a parent. Uh, if something like that comes through and your child decides they want to know what that's about or what that joke is, you have to make the decision of whether they should even be involved with that or sit them down and explain to them, obviously not blatantly, but, you know, explain to them what it is and what it means. And especially because, like, a perfect example... I loved Back to the Future as a kid. I loved the first the first Back to the Future movie. There was some phrases in there that, you know, a seven, eight, nine-year-old kid shouldn't be saying. But I thought they were funny in the movie, so out on the schoolyard... Everyone else laughed, right? Yeah. So out in the schoolyard, I would say them and reenact what I saw in the movie. And then I didn't understand why I was suspended or in detention. So sometimes you do have to explain to the kids not only what the joke was, but why it's inappropriate for them to use it. But, you know, yeah. what, you, what you were saying about an adult mine is 17. I'm 42 years old, and I still laugh when the ketchup bottle farts. Uh, oh. it, it, it's it's subjective. Adult mind is subjective. Exactly. <laughs> um, but what about schools also because parents can do all these censoring and all that is that they want but then we have kids going to school and um i remember when i was about 10 years old and they had this my first online internet chat and literally kids were using this and like they like that was like the first time like i was like getting introduced like asl like your age sex and location and stuff and oh meet me in this room and um like, we were sexting and stuff at, like, 10 years old. And the school, it flew right by the school. I think it was, like, um, a Coke hub or something. Coke motel or some shit. And uh, so, anyways, it actually took, like, a younger teacher who was, like, 23 years old to be like, uh, what these kids are doing, <laughs> they're getting more action than you guys, when you, and you guys are adults. 
so they had to like ban that and um how many things actually get past school standards now well again i mean being the oldest one here i i, I you know i went to school where our idea of text messaging each other in class was, you know, passing a note that said, do you like me? Check yes here or no here. I mean, you know, but at the same time, we got away with shit. I mean, I remember sneaking behind, you know, in elementary school, sneaking behind the, uh, the, the, uh, special, the special, uh, I'm trying to use the correct term, bucket, uh, I'll be non-PC on this, the, uh, the, the mentally handicapped class classrooms and making out for the first time and stuff like that you know because because of the fact i couldn't think of the correct term I, I apologize but uh special needs class i think is what i wanted um you know so i mean that that's always been going on and yes there has to be uh student aides and there has to be teachers that are well aware of what's going on or monitoring the halls but again parenting begins at the home with the parent the teachers can only do so much, and we keep tying their hands back before before even I was a, an itch in my father's pants. Teachers used to be able to <laughs> smack your kids, you know what I mean? And now they can't even raise their voices to your kids. So, I mean, we've got to untie teachers' hands a little bit, too. Yeah, exactly. Authority figures. Like, kids are supposed to be able to trust adults, especially their teachers and stuff, and it's like at the point where lots of parents have to question, like, are teachers actually protecting my children? Well, are you giving them the opportunity to? Because they're supposed to be able to trust them. They're supposed to be able to talk to them. And yet they're scared to because they're always going to get in trouble. Uh, like if something happens, well, I don't want to get in trouble. I hear that from my daughter all the time. Well, this, this person was bullying me and um, I, like I got in trouble. And I didn't say anything, and I didn't do anything because I knew I'd get in more trouble. Is that really like what teachers do to children nowadays? Pretty much. I mean, uh, I've I've seen videos, and I've seen it in my uh, my kids' classes. Uh, you know, uh, itself where the kids are pretty much allowed to do whatever they want. I mean, first off, I mean Brian Miller. Another another uh, host on Realm of the Mist shows uh, says it best is that the, the participation trophy, the no child left behind rule where there's no there's no consequences. Everybody's a special little angel and everybody's a winner. So there's no benefit to good behavior or hard work and, and dedication because you're just going to pass anyway. And the teachers are really just showing up to collect a paycheck anymore because there's nothing they could do. You know, uh, I remember in high school, when I was in high school, the teachers just didn't care because we were hellions. They didn't care. We were hellions and there wasn't much they could do about it. Most I, I remember getting in trouble in homeroom because I was drunk. I got in <laughs> trouble and the, teacher, the best the teacher could do was tell me to go down to the dean's office. All I asked him is, am I marked in? For the day, he said, yeah, now go to the, uh, the dean's office. I said, okay. I walked right out of the school. <laughs> Radic, how are teachers at school, like, in, uh, from your experience? Because you're still in school right now. Yeah, I'm still in school. So how uh, are teachers? I can tell you now in middle school, middle school is the key to everything you will learn, good or bad. If you do good in middle school, chances are you will do good in everything else. If you do bad in middle school or, like, 
elementary, like uh, JK all the way to grade eight, you will pretty much get bad in everything else because you will learn every base multiplications, all that. You will learn all your swear words from there. Bad behaviors or good behaviors, everything from middle school and elementary, and it carries up to you until I'd say high school, where you'd either leave your bad behaviors or leave your good behaviors there and carry on with your life as an adult. I will. So pretty, pretty much in high school is in the point when you have met the point where you are technically an adult or on the way to becoming an adult. Yeah, it's the deciding moment of what you will be in your future. Well, not only that, it, it's also influence around you, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Like, uh, I'm, my, my friends list changed from, from elementary school and middle school to high school. Like, I had friends from, like, fourth grade till eighth grade. And then by ninth grade, all those friends became, like, one or two that I still had. And then I had a whole new group of friends in high school. I don't know if your experience is the same. I guess that's kind of the question. Like, did your uh, did your yeah, did your friend circle change when you made that transition? And do you think that influenced your behavior one way or the other as well? Well, I moved from a small town up to uh, a bigger city in Canada. Okay, so, like, and it had to change because I had no one coming here with me, obviously. So it changed, but I kind of stick within the same personality wise that I came from. I'd say that the bigger towns have a lot less fun since they're more like everything's a little more strict because there are gangs and more dangers than there was in the little town, or so they think at least. And um, my friend group has not really changed. I've made more friends, but I haven't left really anyone behind. I guess they'll change throughout the years, though. Okay, but do you, do you yeah, think that you... do you think that's a major influence uh, or or? or, or... In a, in a sense that basically the company you keep helps dictate the uh, behaviors you do or do not take with you to high school? Oh, yes, they do. I really do think so. But most of my friends do vape or smoke or drink, and I don't do any of those. But I, I guess I'm not influenced. I guess I'm a special little snowflake, if you want to say that. But, uh, yes, your friends do influence uh, what you do. Like, it's mob mentality. So if your friends are going to go out partying for the night, chances are you probably are going to go with them because you don't want to miss out on anything. And you don't want to be the, the loser in the group, right? Right. So, yeah, they have a, a major impact on what you are doing in high school and throughout your life, I guess. So what did you guys think about... Uh, did you take D.A.R.E. classes? Do I take what? D.A.R.E. Uh, uh, drug Abuse Resistance Education. Uh, yeah, I did that uh, like two years ago, three years ago. They stopped See, that, thought... didn't they? Or are they, are they still doing no. it? Oh, I still had it done. I don't know if they stopped it now, but I still went through the class. And it's basically just telling you everything you need to know to buy and use drugs, what they will do to you and how expensive they are and all that. And like, yeah, they... well, the only thing that does good is say to stay away. That's it. But it basically tells you everything you need to know to become a drug addict or not alcoholic. Yeah, and they tell you, like, oh, like, I remember taking it, and they pretty much told me, like, the whole class, like, this person in the high school right next to you sells marijuana, and we're all like, what? We're buddies with him. Like, we know where to buy marijuana now. Like, we know where to get this. We know where to get that. And people are so worried about, like, kids seeing things on the internet. Hell no, it starts, like, right at school with that stuff. Um, my daughter last year, she was just turning nine years old, so eight-year-old, 
eight-year-olds were being told about cocaine, because, part of their uh, their class. So she's running around my apartment chirping, cocaine, cocaine. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did you learn this from? And she's like, well, I learned it at school. And she was telling me, like, they don't even teach her about her own body. And but yet they're they're telling her about cocaine. So I mean, like, is there like more dangers that parents need to worry about than the internet? Because they're obviously learning things other places. Like, um, uh, sporadic. You experienced your first um, near suicidal experience um, in grade school, right? Oh yeah, I, I, that happened to me. I didn't try anything suicidal, but I had a friend who was, and he tried to attempt it at school. And how old was he? Um, I'd say we were in grade six, seven. No, probably even younger. Yeah, because I remember I was I was around then, and like, yeah, you were still pretty young, and like, people are worried about the internet telling people to kill kids, and it's like, well, there's kids that are trying to kill themselves right in front of other kids. Um, uh, not, not to jump in here, but we did get another uh, message from a uh, a watcher named uh, Intune Hunter, uh, and they said it's sad that uh, that it's true, but for me at least, I was not good with learning. It's not that I acted up really bad, but learning wasn't much that fun. wasn't much that fun. So the no child left behind actually helped me out, but it fails on everyone. Uh, it falls on everyone. The parents have to care enough to make sure the child does what uh, we send them to school for. And the child has to not act up and do what we send them to school for. And the teachers have to be there to care. I absolutely agree. And if I, I use the term "no child left behind" because I know I know that was me that said that. I use the term "no child left behind" because of the fact that we do have this thing now where nobody's allowed to be a loser. I, I was not meaning people who have learning disabilities or special needs or anything of that nature. I'm meaning that they've done a, like down here in the United States, they they've pretty much done away with the grading system. There's no longer A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's. You're not allowed to fail. Now it's exceptional and accept, uh, acceptable. Like the worst grade you could have is you still passed. You know, you, wow. still, you still get a good job. I mean, th this is setting people up to fail, but it's also giving no teaching uh, these not teaching these kids that bad behavior, uh, non hard work has consequences. And that that's wow. that's where I was trying to get with that. So if I came off wrong with the no child left behind about about people who do need help staying in the curriculum uh, with other people that may be a little bit more advanced for whatever reason, that's not what I meant. What I what I was mean, what I was meaning was the the behavioral aspect and the non consequences of behavior that has been shown in schools as of late. So I, I just want to clarify that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. There, I don't think there's any issue with like, if you didn't learn your multiplication tables and you know, like it just didn't stick with you. Like I don't see anything wrong with having to stick, stay behind an extra year so that you actually learn that. Cause like where Braddock saying is you're going to need to have this information and going to have to use it sooner or later. And if you don't know it, you're not going to get very far. Yeah, yeah. 
that that has happened. Well, let, let's be honest and fair. Unless you're going into particular things in life, most everything you need to know in school you learned in sixth grade. By sixth grade, most normal day to day activity jobs require the basics of math, reading, not even science and social studies, really, which is your four your four major subjects. So. Everything you needed for normal life for most people was learnt by the sixth grade. That doesn't mean you stop learning in high school or, or middle school, but it's a foundation to get there. Right. Now now it's more academic. Now of course if you're gonna be a scientist or you're gonna be like an astronaut or you're gonna be a physicist, yeah, you're gonna need algebra. You're gonna need uh, geometry, trigonometry, uh, all the advanced sciences, stuff of that nature. But if you don't really get it and your aspirations to be a construction worker you don't have to get it you, do you know how to add yeah <laughs> can you read numbers and can you read uh read the english language that's all you need you're good you know what i mean and i'm not i'm not yeah. trying to dog i mean i am a construction worker i'm not trying to dog construction workers you can make good money and a good living as a construction worker but I'm just saying, you definitely. Don't, it's not it's not advanced knowledge to be able to to do it. And the no. biggest the biggest thing is is that not everybody's made out to be the next Stephen Hawking, uh, or or oh. or uh, Degree Tyson. You know, not everybody's going to be the next Albert freaking Einstein, and we should stop treating it like it's a fail if they don't achieve that. No, well, even like anthropology, like, yeah, anthropology is great uh, with learning languages and history and everything. You could have a degree in that, but you're still not going to, doesn't mean you're going to get anywhere in life. Um, you could be as smart as all hell, but if there's nowhere to use it, you're still going to fail in life. So even being smart sometimes doesn't make you the most adequate person in the world. Look, I'll say it, I'll say it straight out. I've known some of the smartest people on the planet that uh, their 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 greatest achievement after school was do you want fries with that, and then you know high school dropouts I've seen be the most successful. Look, I even support the guy, but I'll say it straight out: Donald freaking Trump is president of the United States of America, and I'm pretty damn sure he's mildly retarded. <laughs> oh my God! I actually read an article where his dentist. Is saying that he is he has one of the most advanced brains in the world. Well, buddy, you're a dentist. You work on teeth. You have no neuroscience backing in order to say that. Yeah, he's the most advanced brain. You know, he might have to clean his teeth. But <laughs> you're in no position to be judging that. Well, that that that's kind of my point. Is that it doesn't matter your facilities. It doesn't matter your abilities. You can be successful in pretty much anything you do if you put your mind to it and you have at least a basic knowledge uh, and, and understanding for, for the world. And like I said, most of that, and Venus, I know you're, you're in your 30s. I'm in my 40s. We're a lot I'm not farther. even 30 yet. Oh, you're not, excuse me, you're not even 30 yet. Uh, but but we're, farther, <laughs> we're farther removed from school than Sporadic is since he's still in school. So... I'm definitely going to ask him again. A- am I wrong in that aspect? Are you wrong in the aspect of you don't need to learn all this algebra, trigonometry, uh, science, all this to have a good life and have a good paying job? 
Right. Yeah. Um, in school, they really do treat it like you need to know all this information or else you aren't going to get anywhere in life and you're going to be living off the streets. But the thing is, I know it in my mind that if I don't do well in this course, I will fail the high school, like the high school course. And I'll have to retake it, which I don't want to do. But I want to still get my diploma for high school. Right. Which is a different thing. But they treat it as if you if you do not learn this and if you do not do it right, you are going to fail at life. Which is just totally wrong. Because I know some people who are living pretty good lives, pretty, uh, not mediocre, but pretty average lives that haven't really learned anything at all from high school. And most of it's just from grade six. I think what they're trying to say is if you're not going to push yourself to get this course done, then your ambitions for life are going to be lowered. Like you have like four months where you have to like diverse yourself into this one subject in order to pass it. You need a 50, 50, 60% to pass it. So if you can't uh, push yourself to do that, you're not like your ambitions for life and you pushing yourself and your drive for life later on isn't going to be that successful. Okay. But let, let's look at it this way. A lot of what high school is, is preparation for college. And they push because that's what they want you to do. They want you to graduate high school and go directly to college and take some sort of major. They don't care what the major is. It's just success is college. Success is not leaving high school and going to get a job or going to a trade school in those in their minds. And that is completely wrong. That that's that's my point. Some people they're just not cut out for college. Maybe a trade school is right for them, or the military is right for them, or simply a Uh, A laborer's job. There's nothing wrong with having a laborer's job. There's nothing wrong with being a plumber laying pipe or a uh, carpenter building houses. There's good money in it. It, You know, it's more physical than mental, but, you know, you're not a failure if you choose those careers. Sometimes college, more schooling, is just not for everybody, and they need to stop pushing it like if you don't do, if you don't go from point A to point B and from point B to point C, as Sporadic said, you're going to wind up living on the streets eating out of dumpsters. That's not correct. I actually got told in in my phys ed class in grade nine that if I didn't pass my phys ed class, that I would end up being a hooker on the streets in Toronto. And that's like my exact the exact words I got from my phys ed teacher. So don't. that's how hard they are on kids. It's not like, you know what, it's a simple course. You just have to catch a ball once in a while. You do a bit of running. You do a bit of jogging. There's a health aspect. It's four months. Um, put, like, put your mind to it and get it done because, like, it's four months. And, like, later on, unless you're going to have a job, you may not like for the next four years, and you're going to have to push yourself to do it. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, again, I, I'm going to use Brian Miller as an example, as an example here. Uh, Brian ha- is, is in his, uh, just turned 30. He, he just turned 30. Um, got a, got a baby on the way is getting married, owns a house, owns a car. He did he's a millennial. The, he's a millennial, <laughs> but he owns all these things and he earned it. He worked for it. He, he's a, exactly. he's, he's a grain op, uh, grain operator for a farm out in Kansas, a farm. How much, how much of the advanced stuff in high school do you think he uses in his day to day? Very little, but would you consider a 30-year-old a who owns his own house, owns his own car, uh, is putting together his family, has his life in order. Would you consider that a failure in any way, shape, or form? 
Absolutely no. not. You know? <laughs> so see, Brian, if you're um, watching, I was actually paying you a compliment. <laughs> yeah, we're actually starting to fringe on the next topic, um, shitty people with shitty behaviors. Um, we've been dabbling in that for a little while now. Do you want to take a commercial break? Uh, that's up to you. It's your show. Okay, let's take a commercial break then. All right, we will be right back. Hey everyone, this is John Tolley, inviting you to check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host, Christopher Stolley, discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest movie franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at 8 Eastern as we travel to the galaxy far, far away, right here on Anchor FM, and wherever fine podcasts are heard. from the comic collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello and say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. Hi, my name's Chris, and I'm here to talk about Realm of the Mist podcast. podcast, we talk about all the great things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many other forms of entertainment, as well as politics, current events, and just general humor having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast that is right up your alley, look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast here on Anchor.fm, where fine podcasts can be heard. And welcome back to It Had to Be Said with Venus, Christopher Stahl, and Sporadic tonight. Um, we're getting right into shitty people with shitty behavior. So, I guess we can pick up where just where we left off, pretty much. <laughs> well, lead, lead, lead us away. You know, because uh, we could, there's a lot, that, that's a very broad subject. Um, because okay. we did, we did kind of touch on it a little bit with like, you know, influences of friends in school and, and stuff of that nature could lead towards shitty behavior. Uh, of course, like sporadic said, like in elementary school, that's where you start learning curse words and, you know, uh, you, you want to act like you're older and stuff like that. So, and impress your friends. So you start getting into smoking and, or whatever the case may be. So like shitty behavior and shitty, uh, shitty habits do form from there. But I mean. We could we could go anywhere with this. We could talk in the workplace. We could talk in in relationships. We could talk about like gaming communities, you know, or social media and trollers and and stuff. Like that. There there's so many shitty behaviors we could discuss. Okay, well, since it's already been brought up and it is really quite relevant, is um, your um, foundation of values and and whatnot start off at such a young age. Um, so. 
what I found a lot of people is, is they sit there and they're like, uh, they do something like shitty. Um, let's not classify what shitty is because we all know what shitty does. And they can sit there and be like, well, I had a bad childhood. And it's all blame on their bad childhood. So, in my opinion, that's what makes a shitty person is someone who like doesn't step up and say, well, I'm an adult now and I could change things. I could change myself, but once upon a time when I was a child, my parents were shitty parents. So I'm entitled to be a shitty person to other people now because that's how I was treated. Yeah, see, the, 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 I, I think uh, right off the bat, you're 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 leaning right on on a on a subject that I, I'm going to start going off on, because it's something that bugs me all the time, and it's used way too often. It's it's this victim mentality. I had a shitty life. My father wasn't there. I was raised by a single mother, or you know, look, there, there, I'm not going to make excuses. There are some people who have had really shitty lives. A step parent touched them. Uh, 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 a mother abused the living shit out of them. Their father was never in their life. Uh, they grew up in bad neighborhoods. As sad as all those things are, and I do know they happen, this is what I have to say to each and every one of you. So fucking what? You still determine you. You still made the choice to become a victim instead of a success. Because you didn't shrug that shit off and say, I will never allow that to happen to me again. I'm going to push myself farther and be a success in anything that I do. So that way I never go back into those types of scenarios. you rather play the victim and have the sympathy and I don't have it for you. I feel bad that you went through what you went through. But that does not give you, uh, that does not give you uh, carte blanche. To just go ahead and treat the next person the way you used to be treated. Because let's think about it for a minute. Did you like what you went through? Do you think somebody else likes it? Be a success, not a victim. You took the words right out of my mouth with all of that. (laughs) Sporadic. I I know you've got friends in school that are like that. Oh, yeah. I do. Like, does it... Do do you sympathize with them? Or do you... like, you, you have to live with it more than I do. It's easy enough for me that I could just, you know, I could shut off my social media, I could shut off my TV, I could shut off the world and, and all that and just spend time with my girl and my cat and my kids and not have to face that type of scenario. You kind of face it more day to day. So, like, how do you, how do you interact with it? How, does it? how does it make you feel seeing other people who may or may not have gone through some bad shit, but then they start treating other people that way, and and their excuse for it is, oh, I'm a victim, rather than, well, I'm a, just a shithead. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously I've been exposed more to it more often, because I go to school every day. Well, not every day, but I go to it over a period of time for a long time. Um, I'm exposed to some pretty shitty people, like... Um, People that vape and then blame it on their problems at home or blame it on a breakup or blame. That's all bullshit. They could do whatever they want at school. School is a way to escape or a way to um, uh, to make it worse. And um, people that can make it worse are some t- teachers, actually. Some teachers can make things worse, but they can also make things better. You can have a really bad teacher that you don't agree with on anything, or you can have a really nice teacher that you agree with things on, and she'll actually, she or he will actually talk to you, or they will talk to you about your problems, or even a friend. 
But the things with friends is that they can switch up on you at any time. They can switch up on you with other people. They can switch up on up on you um, just in general. Like they could just leave at any point, and you never know. And, and then, then they leave you with abandonment issues. <laughs> yeah, and then you become one of the shitty people. But it's also hard to get out of that place when you feel like you are the victim and you think that you've been victimized and you want to feel better and you start victimizing other people because you think you were the victim in a situation, which is always willpower. And But some people don't have a very strong willpower or brain power for that instance. <laughs> that they will just do some very, very... Um, shittier messed up things such as uh date someone and then break up with them just so they can feel better about themselves or um ruin someone's reputation at school which is probably one of the worst things that can happen in high school is ruining your reputation with other people um and also drugs drugs is a big thing a kid just got busted for about like three baggies like ziplock baggies a week not too long ago yeah, but aren't you allowed to have that much on you as a as a minor? No, 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 no. Like three Ziploc bags full in his locker, oh. and it's not permitted oh, like on school property. Uh, I'm imagining he's talking about like like freezer bag size Ziploc bags, not not little little Nick sandwich bags. Bags. Yeah, no, sandwich baggies. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the legal laws are I actually have them here. I kept but them. But they're still not permitted on school property. Exactly. Yeah, but on school property, they can take it from you, and lighters, and knives, and pretty much anything, and well, everything. They well, have the right to search well, your stuff. Well, here, here's a stupid yeah. question because I don't know, I don't know how Canada schools are. Uh, just real quick, it's because I'm curious about this. They found three bags of weed. How how did they how did they get it into the school? Because I I don't know how it is up in Canada, but don't don't uh, don't they have the, the the bag searches and the metal detectors? At, no. at your guys' school? Because I know they have them down here. And they didn't have it when I was in school, but I know they have it now. Okay, well, here is Bill C-45 um, that has been um, uh, passed um, in Canada. Um, possession. So these are the actual laws. Um, children aged 12 to 17 years old can possess up to 5 grams or 10 to 15 joints. Children can distribute up to five grams to other twelve to seventeen-year-olds. Wait, 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 what? That's the actual laws. I have it like right here, like right what on my was, wall. What was the like, age again? Here. Twelve to fifteen. Yeah. Children can carry up to ten to fifteen joints and distribute them. Brad, you could be making a you could be making bank right now, illegally. <laughs> yeah, but it's not morally. You know, there's a difference between doing stuff legally and morally. And I'm, I don't think I'd be that kind of person to sell. See, I, you know, I'm I'm a person. I don't smoke pot. I, I actually don't agree with legalization for recreational use. However, what adults do with their lives is their business okay so if they legalize it for recreational use for the adults great you're talking about a 12 to 15 year old that you are legally allowed to be a drug dealer how <laughs> is this okay it's to protect kids well if you wouldn't have legalized it in the first fucking place you wouldn't have been given kids permission to do it 
you know, they still would have done it. You know, they still probably would have sold the like sold their parents' breed, you know, a gram or two or something. Kids would always have done that. Kids always will do that. But you've given them legal permission to actually sell it now. See, like if a 15-year-old were to smoke a joint with another 15-year-old, there would be absolutely no criminal charges. There'd be no problems with that. And whoever has the weed, well, where'd you get it from? Instead of saying, I bought it from my friends, it's like, well, it's sold from my mom and dad. Nobody's going to get in trouble. (laughs) Literally, no one will, because your parents are legally allowed to have it. But now you want to start giving kids permission to do all this. That just, that, <laughs> oh my God, that just blew my mind. Canada allows that? It does. It's it's the actual liberal laws. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> that is absolutely insane. See, what? I don't think there should be any laws for like, like teenagers or anything. Like you do what you do. Like we've all done it before. We've all stole weed from our parents. We've all stole cigarettes or alcohol from our parents. You're not going to get in trouble. It's like, well, I stole it from my parents. Well, you know, your parents kiss, kiss, you know, a little slap on the wrist. You know, your kid was smoking weed and they got it from you. Nobody is in fucking trouble, but you're, you're giving kids a license and the permission to actually do this shit, even without their parents' consent or their parents not knowing. Okay. Now their parents don't know what they're doing because it's not, they don't have to tell their parents because they're legally allowed to do it. That, that's, that's... How do parents monitor their children now? That's, that's where it's really hurting my brain. Again... I don't care if people use. I don't agree with it personally, but what people do in the privacy of their own home or in their own lives is their own business. Yes, even 12 to 15 years old, I know 12 and 15 year olds when I was in school that were getting high and shit. Like, I know you get it. I know you smoke it, whatever. You know, but to sell it, to say it is legally okay to send my 12 year old kid out with a nick bag of weed to go earn five bucks so they can go see a movie. What? Well, at least they're starting young, right? You know, they got the hustle, you know, they got the mentality. Like, if I work for it, if I buy it, you know, this is how business works. When I I was that age, I wanted a... When I was that age, I wanted a goddamn Nintendo. Like, the 8-bit Nintendo when it first came out. My grandfather said, okay, hold on a second. He went into his bedroom. I thought he bought me a Nintendo. I got all excited. He came out with an old wooden box, handed it to me, and I said, what am I supposed to do with this? He said, go downtown, dollar a shine. It was a shoe shine kit. That's how I earned freaking money, to buy a Nintendo. Not sell weed (laughs) (laughs) at 11, 12 years old. So kids can sell weed to each other, which is perfectly legal. But adults are not legally allowed to sell weed to other adults. Get away from my care Indoctrination, maybe? You have to buy it from a government uh, facility, like a government store or a government website online. That's where you have to buy it from. Taxes. Or you are... Texas is like that? No, taxes, not Texas. Taxes. Oh. They, 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 they want control of it because they want, they want the adults to pay taxes on it. See, okay. now if I want to buy weed, I'm going to go find a little kid who's selling weed because I don't want to have to pay up the ass for their weed. Right. So I'm going to go find some little kid because he's selling weed and he's allowed to. Just I'm 12 years old. You don't know. And I don't know. Here you go, buddy. Here's your money. <laughs> right. But the, the, the Royal Canadian uh, Police Department, uh, 
they, you know, they bust you buying from a 12-year-old. The 12-year-old's not going to get in trouble. He's well within his rights, but you're supposed to be buying from a taxing, a taxing state store or, or county store or whatever or go, a government site. You're going to be in trouble because you're buying it illegally because you're not buying it from a controlled environment. Kids, fine. You're in trouble. Isn't that fucked up? Like, so kids are now getting permission to do things that adults aren't allowed to do. And like the like the foundation of who you're going to be when you're an adult is just when you're a kid, and so now they're getting away with doing things that adults aren't legally allowed to do. So is this something that's going to cause more shitty behaviors and more shitty people later on in life? Yes, <laughs> I'm I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Yes, Radic, what do you think? I think that is one hundred percent. That if kids can do whatever they want now. Well, why are they going to stop when they're adults? Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what the government and the laws and everything let your kids get away with. It's not even parents anymore. Parents can't even parent their children. Parents can't even give their their children a solid foundation and basis to grow up on with, like, good morals and values or, you know any illegalities, because there are none. There are no fucking rules anymore. Here, Billy, here's a, here's a tablet. Go watch Momo, and then when you're done, go sell this, uh, go sell this dime bag for Daddy. <laughs> just, oh, my God. <laughs> I had so much more respect for Canada up until that point. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't blame Canada. Blame the Prime Minister. I, I should have, like... The, the government of Canada, you know. I, I, yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, like I said last week, I still got love for, for my neighbors to the north, you know. Uh, you guys put gravy on, on uh, French fries and eat maple syrup and Canadian bacon and hockey and lacrosse were two of my favorite sports, you know. So, love for Canada. And the pop tart. <laughs> love for Canada, but you guys sent us fucking Justin Bieber. That's a strike, and now this one's strike two. <laughs> right? And, like, there's... Like, the U.S. is looking at, like, Canadian, Canada's um, guidelines for, for legalizing marijuana. Like, a lot of the world is, and it's like, well, you guys, like, seriously, like, we have kids that don't even have to listen to their parents anymore. How do parents even give their children a, a good, you know, um, home life when they could just pretty much tell their parents, go fuck yourself? And, you know, they, they're not getting that stability. They're not getting any of that. So they're growing to grow up to be shitty people with shitty behaviors because I could do whatever I want. Mentality is going to stick with them. When all, all reality, no, you can't do what you want. Like when you go to work, your boss tells you what to do. Your boss may be a shitty person, but your boss signs your fucking paycheck and you do what your boss says because that's what you're there to do. Now all of a sudden it could be like, well, I don't fucking want to. So too bad. Well, see, you, you're you're, so, hit, you're hitting the nail directly on the head, and I, I the, the 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 Canada's legalization of of children being pushers is it is is a perfect example of it. Is again, there is no consequences for bad behavior. And the United States, I mean, we're not to that extreme yet, but we're kind of the same way. We're not allowed to discipline our kids. We're not allowed to raise our voices to our kids anymore because it's emotionally damaging. Like it 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 is. It, it, 
kids are getting away with murder. They're beating on their kids they're, or, or their parents. They're ignoring their parents. They have no fear of their parents or respect of their parents or other authority figures, which breeds more and more shitty people who become Antifa and BLM members, by the way. Um... You know, and want free shit from the government all the time, but not work for it because they don't believe everything that they want has a consequence or or a, a, a need to produce. It just should happen. I want it. Give it to me. This is this is the mentality you're creating by not having uh, consequences. consequences for actions for 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 especially for misbehave behavior. And it, I don't care if it's, you know, cursing out your mom or, or again, sell, selling an, uh, an eight ball on the weekend. There's got to be consequences. And if there's not consequences, the You're kid is... You're making people. The kid is never... <laughs> the, the, the child is never going to grow up knowing that sometimes I do something, mistake or otherwise, it could wind up biting me in the ass. So you become a better person... To avoid doing that in the future. And then, of course, you also pass that on to your offspring. And you're not allowed to do that now. So now it's going to be like, well, my parents weren't there for me um, emotionally or anything. Well, no, because you're a little jackass to start off with. You did whatever the fuck you wanted. Uh, Your parents are defeated because they can't tell you no. So if you're going to blame your shitty childhood... um, there's other reasons why your parents made it a shitty childhood. That's what we're getting to in life. Not, it's not just like, oh, well, my dad used to beat my mom. Well, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that so much as a problem anymore. Because <laughs> now we have moms that are just like, I could do whatever the fuck I want as well. And no wonder where kids are getting it from, from these like fucking moms that just do whatever the fuck they want. Why? Because they're women. No, you're absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely right. It, it, if anything, in today's society, I think I think the roles are reversed. Men used to be the pigs. We were, you know, chauvinistic, uh, 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 domineering, Apple. controlling assholes <laughs> who cheated on their wives and you know smacked them around when they didn't live the Donna Reed lifestyle. And it's, I'm not gonna I'm gonna own it. Yes, men used to be like that. About I'd say about twenty years ago, twenty thirty years ago, even that that far back 20 30 years ago right a hell of a lot more further back but you know but it's really reversed it seems like now it's the women who have this mentality this third wave feminism if you will is that um i'm just settling for you you're nothing you're trash i can get whoever i want whenever i want i don't have to be a stay-at-home mom or i don't have to be the house giver you make your own damn food i don't have to give you this pussy because you know, you don't deserve it. I'd like, like, th- th- I'm not saying that you have to do that, but I'm saying this is the mentality that they have to the point that men are the ones that are trying to keep the relationship or the family dynamic together, and women are the ones that are stepping out. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I totally forgot what I was going to say. My dog, like, distracted me. But it's like, once upon a time, when I was 15 years old, this guy broke my heart and cheated on me. And then I ended up in the same mentality that, you know, I got cheated on. And I ended up with another cheater who cheated on me again. And then this guy cheated on me. And you know what? I, like, it continues. Like, the sexual continues. If you're going to be a victim, act like a victim. Think like a victim. You're going to be treated like a victim. 
So when they finally step out of this world and they're like, I'm an empowered woman, they don't step out of it and say, okay, you know, I forgive my past. Um, you know, shit happens. When you're young, you do shitty things to shitty people. It happens. You grow up between like, I don't know, um, under the age of 25, you have to expect that you're going to do shitty things. By 25, hopefully you start in the fuck up and realize this isn't right how I was treated. Um, I can't treat other people like this. And, you know, you find someone who's actually complimentary to yourself, who's not going to cheat on you. And, you know, you treat them with respect as well. But they don't have that mentality. They, they turn the tables. Well, this happened to me, so I'm going to do it to you, which is totally not fucking right. They don't grow up. Why? Because they're entitled to. Well, over-entitlement is fucking killing all of society. Sporadic. Uh, you, you've been quiet for a while, man. I mean, are, are you encountering this with, with, uh, with people in your school? Like, are, are women really the more, the, the females in your school really the more domineering uh, than the males? And would you say their personalities and attitudes are really a, uh, I'm trying to be nice about this here, uh, devil may care and fuck your feelings <laughs> It's or is all it still about the men me? that are still at that stage? Or is, is, is there any gender role where people play that dick fucking mode? Um, no, it's not. It's not like that. Um, but there is this one thing. It's where everyone is treated equally, which is not a bad thing. But it's over equal, if I can use that as a word. Um, we have... Um, girls acting like boys, boys acting like girls, and then people acting in between and then we have just these big groups right and they think they're all equal and what was i gonna say so basically yeah, equality yeah. basically equality uh to the point of assimilation equality over equity uh, equality over equity is basically what i'm trying to say okay so they're all and different no they yeah suck. everyone is different and they require different needs so we have um we have the special needs, and then we have this the average person on the same level, which shouldn't be like that. We should be giving more care, and we should be giving more um, more time towards the special needs people instead of mixing everyone together and saying, boom, we're all equal as a society, which is true. We all have equal rights, but we should be giving more time and spending more money on people that actually need it than people that don't because that's what creates over entitlement does anybody remember the days where it was celebrated to be an individual like this equality yeah. thing I, I i agree no i i agree that everything should be equal in the sense that everybody should have equal opportunity and everybody should have equal human rights or, or treated with equal human rights but why does everybody have to be the same? What happened so to celebrating it? diversity? Celebrating the fact that, like, for perfect example, Venus, you're a woman. You can, you could bear children. I can't. As a man, I cannot. I celebrate the fact that you could do that, and I can't. You should be celebrating the fact that I could pee standing up and write my name in block <laughs> letters. I mean, but I know it's a, like a, a vast difference of... of Things, but it's the celebration. It, it it's the celebration of diversity, but not necessarily saying that you're inferior because you can't pee standing up. Nor am I inferior because I can't birth a life out of me. It's just 
we are the same. We are equal. We're both human beings. We deserve equal rights, equal whatever. But respect, Ali. Respect, but I celebrate the fact that you have abilities and 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 uh, uh, attributes that I don't have. See, I celebrate being a woman for what it is. Like I am. I don't care. I, um, I'm anti-feminist. Why? Because I think their ideology is fucking crazy okay like those bitches be cray cray and if anyone <laughs> wants to personally if anyone takes that personal feel free to get at me we'll have a conversation um i'm not hating on anyone specifically i'm hating on people as a general group <laughs> i'm gonna put that out there um but seriously in 14 years it changed from individual individuality where we still got the equal respect we still saw each other Hello, how are you today? Blah, 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 blah. And we still functioned on a fucking adult socially level of respect. To now you guys are all uh, sporadic. You guys are all treated as equals and you guys are looked at as equals and you have no individuality. And that's in 14 years that changed. Well, see, I, I think this third wave feminist movement, and I, I know this is leading into the co- topic of conversation you really wanted to get into, so we'll, we'll get there. This third wave movement unlike previous uh, feminist movements where it was about equality, give women the vote, give women uh, 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 equal pay and equal opportunity and, and, and stuff of that nature. Yes, absolutely. Women are equal to men, should be treated as equal to men. They are not inferior in any way, shape, or form. But this movement is now about superiority to men. They disguise it as, oh, we're still looking for equality. You're equal. There is nothing in this world a woman is blocked from being able to do. In fact, it's finally become completely, at least down here in the United States, completely equal because now women can be drafted for the uh, drafted for the military service. It used to be only men. But they wanted equality so badly, the government gave it to them. Said, "Now you can be drafted for uh, for war." They don't like that. Yeah, that you know what I, I mean? always used to find that. Yeah, no doubt. But I always used to find that women were far superior to men. And I'm not even gonna lie. And this is what makes like my opinion uh, personally anti-feminist is women were superior to men. Women still are superior to men. We did not need any equality. Men are supposed to be gentlemen, and women are not supposed to take any shit lesser than that. But then all of a sudden, this whole, um, I went through a shitty life stuff comes in, and I'm going to repeat the bad behaviors that were done to me, and let people that hurt me, and let think bad things from my childhood repeat themselves. And that's the mentality that women got into. Um, w- women, okay, here's a big heads up. You have the pussy. You have the power. There's not a single man in the world who will not do anything to not get the pussy. Stop giving it to them. <laughs> Make them work for it and treat you right. Make them, you know, have manners, proper mannerism towards you. Treat, act like a gentleman. Treat you like a real lady. But these feminists that, oh, I want to be treated good, and I demand this, and I demand that, and I demand that. Oh, well, these men are creepers. These men did this. This man did that. If you don't want to be with a man, don't be with a man. You want to be a lesbian? By all means, go be a lesbian. Stop degrading the manlyhood that I expect from men as a woman. 
See, with this modern-day movement, they want men to be more like women, so they have them giving their man buns and, and wearing the hip-hugger jeans and, and, and become beta-cuck males. And then they sit there and bitch that, where are the real men at? You killed exactly. them. Exactly. You told them they were misogynist <laughs> pigs. You told them that that wasn't be... acceptable in this society. You killed them. That's where they went. They're gone. They're dead. Except people like me, which... Sex. Except for people like me who were treated like fucking, you know, uh, Frankenstein's monster because of the okay. fact that I refused to conform. Right? It, like, women want rough sex. They want men to grab them, throw them up against long stuff. Well, the second you don't ask for my permission, it's non-consensual. Make up your motherfucking minds already. Do you want it or do you not want it? Because men are simple creatures. Very fucking simple creatures. You tell them, this is what I want. That's what you will get. There's no in-betweens with men. If you tell them specifically, I want, um, I want you to come home for my birthday, and for my birthday I want a dozen red roses with one white one. They will bring you that. <laughs> exactly that. They're not going to play games about it. They're very simple, not unintelligible, but very simple and direct creatures when it comes to stuff like that. That's the key. Direct. Direct. Men exactly. Are, men are direct. We don't like we don't like the the head games that women like to play with men. Oh, you should know by now. You figure it out by now. Oh, nothing's wrong, honey. When you're stewing, we take that at face value. It's not because we don't give a fuck. It's we're not going to play the get the guessing game with you. If you want something, if you want something from us, ask. Mm-hmm. Ask. It's that simple. You want me to take you to dinner and you want to get tacos? Let's not play the, you want to go out to eat? Yeah. Um, where do you want to go? Oh, it doesn't do matter. Yeah. What do you want? No, what do you want? No, what do you want? And then when you get, uh, choose something else, how about Kentucky Fried Chicken? No, I don't want that. And it breaks out into an argument. Well, fuck, if you wanted tacos, why didn't you just say so to begin <laughs> with? It would have saved a bunch of arguments, you know? And, like, honestly, if you want a man to behave and, you know, treat you right, just, Tell them, I want this. I want that. You do it this way. This is what I expect. Don't tell them too many things at once either. Just don't. Give them one simple demand or a request at a time. Like, I would love it if you would rub my feet. Okay, let it dwell, like, dwell for a little bit. Men are also very slow when it comes to getting things done. <laughs> like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, like uh, I saw that one meme, like, oh, um, if a man says he'll do something, he'll get it done. You don't need to remind him every six months. Yeah. They'll <laughs> <laughs> get it done. Just, wow. So sporadic. Um, I don't know if you have any relationships or anything going on. <laughs> or what you've witnessed for relationships or, like, good relationships or anything. Um, it, like, do you have a picture of what a man and a woman should act like in life? Or how they should treat each other or what's expected of them? Yeah, I think that a man and a woman should coexist with each other. Not just put up with each other, but be there for one another and actually listen to the other person. But they shouldn't treat them as their slaves to themselves like that. And going back to the, um, uh, the third wave feminist thing. Yes. Uh, how they treat men. That's that's another thing. Um Study has shown that, uh, you know, the um, single mother took care of three children. Yes. Uh, study has shown that when there is no father figure present in a family, that 
the boy of the family will actually have lower um uh ha, what's it called i'm thinking of, no they'll have lower um hormones male yeah testosterone they have testosterone. lower testosterone more feminine than usual and they also um recently has been found that it's more common for boys to have depression and more anxiety than even women depression was actually a feminine uh, thing. Like, girls used to have depression. Now it's switching over to boys. And people are wondering why. Why is this happening? It's because there is no father figures anymore. It's just, well, uh, father figures are always misogynistic and beat their wives, right? That's not what happens in most relationships or what shouldn't happen. And then people wondering why all these boys are depressed and acting like girls because they are taught to act like girls and they are treated to be girls. You know yeah, what? Yeah, if you I, let I'm, it happen, it will happen. You know what? If I'm you... I'm starting to love your brother. I'd like he, he <laughs> he's got the right mindset in, in every aspect. He's fifty, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to pay attention. This kid is fifteen years old, and he's got it more together Dave. than most of you. Happy birthday! Oh, today's your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Dramatic. Happy birthday! <laughs> he's got it together better than most of you out there because he's got it. It should not be the man is the dominant in a relationship or the woman should be the dominant or even in this modern day and age, you know, with, with, with uh, homosexual couples or transgender couples. One person should not be the dominant over other. You shouldn't even be worrying about yourself in a relationship. A healthy relationship is my concern is my girl. My girl's concern is me. And we work together to fulfill each other's needs. Not because exactly. we're slaves, not because we're required to, because we want to. Because we care about the other person enough that their needs are more important than my own. He gets it. Why can't you people? Because <laughs> he's not tainted by other people's ideology. He's like a child. Well, not a child. He's a young man who like gets to think by himself. I mean, he's got three, well, two older sisters. Um, you know, like that <laughs> and, and he did he's not sitting here playing the victim role. He's like, Look, I learned shit. I took it for what it was, no matter how bad it was, and I fucking matured from it. I let it grow. Like even a bad seed might still sprout, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some like reference to use here. But he didn't sit there and dwell on it. Like, no, he had to grow up. He had to get, like, move on with his life. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of things that happen in your life still hurt you at the end of the day, but look how mature you are from it all. No, absolutely. I, I, I applaud this. Don't ever lose this mentality, Sporadic. Like, if I can give you any word of advice, stay who you are. Don't let this world change that in you because you're, you're the hope this future needs. People like you with the mentalities like you have, that's what's going to fix uh, fix the world not this crazy shit we see in the news every day now people like you are going to fix it because you got your head on right don't ever lose that that's the best piece of advice I can give you <laughs> uh, alright thank you <laughs> <laughs> well since we're here bitching about women now um, I guess we can move on to what makes a woman a real woman and we're not just going to look at um, the biology or the physicality, or the mentality. We're going to look at them all. Like, what makes a woman a real woman? Um, so, from a woman's perspective, like, I know, like, so many women, you know, we get older, we go through menopause, we stop ovulating. 
does that make us lesser of a woman or not a real woman? Um, do smaller titties make us lesser of a woman? Um, does not having an ovary or a uterus not make us um, any more of a woman? Well, those, so, those, those types of things I can answer with just asking you a simple question. Does a small penis make a man less of a man? <laughs> in your, in well, your it, definition. It depends how you're taking it. <laughs> you know, no, 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 I, I don't, I don't mean yeah, like. Yeah, that was a sexual joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, it, 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 I, I will answer the question with a question. Does a small penis make a man any less of a man? No. But, okay, so I'm going to bring So all those things you just said, there are women who can't bear children. There are women who were born without eggs in their ovaries. There are women who were just born with small tits. That doesn't make them not women. Okay, so let's bring up this point. Um, because we have a lot of confusion going on in like around us, in the media and everything. Um, what makes it, uh, like our transgender women real women? Um, what makes them real women? So we can have the argument now to say that um, a real woman, biologically born woman, two X chromosomes, um, had a, has a hysterectomy, no more uterus. If she's still a woman, because we have uh, men that become women who have no uterus, and they feel like lesser of a woman. woman. So what's your guys' take on that? Sporadic, I'll let you go first, because uh, I'm probably going to piss people off with my answer. Oh, well, uh, that's, I don't think that's up for someone like me to decide. I think it's more of, um, anyways, it's not just one person to decide on all that. It's more of just a group society, depending on their definition of a woman. Cause my definition will be very, very different from a woman than societies. What's your, um, definition of a real woman? A uh, real woman. Um, uh, hormones, different hormone balances, um, brain activity, um, uh, growth. There's different statures with women and men. That's what would make a woman a woman. I guess more just everything biological. Um, if a man wants to become a woman, I don't see anything wrong with it, but I don't want their ideology pushed on me. It's more of just their thing, you know? Well, see, that, 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 that's kind of where we're, we're touching on the subject. That's where I'm afraid I'm going to piss people off, which, again, I don't personally care. This is just my point of view. You don't have to agree with it. But for me, uh, a real woman, if we're talking biology, obviously it's the XX chromosome. If you were born biologically female, you are female. Period. Now, if we're talking physically... Yes, there are women who are born without uteruses or had to have a hysterectomy or were born barren or, or whatever the case may be. So like like Sporadic said, it, it goes more into the mentality, uh, the, the brainwave patterns and, and stuff of that nature. So yes, there are men who have female brainwave patterns, which may or may not become transgender people or just very feminine males. Um, that That's neither here nor there. You could argue that point of that being uh, uh, a real woman. To me, yeah, I'm though, gonna, um, to me though, right here, um, just because like I'm a woman who has more masculine um, brain thought process, uh, brain waves, um, typical or sim similar to a man's. 
But I've never one day questioned my sexuality. I've never one day said, well, I think like a man, so I must be a man trapped in a woman's body. Well, I mean, we're, we're breaking into another sub, uh, subject that will piss a lot of people off. It, it, uh, sexuality and gender are two completely different things. Yeah, sexuality, sure. they, they, they want to treat it like it's the, the exact same thing, but there are only two genders in this world. There are male and female. There is no tow oh, truck. Don't forget a hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite are still They're they may be they may be both toys. together, but it's it's a male and female together. It's still male and female. Okay, I'm talking about the ones that want to act like bisexuality or or pansexuality, which again, sexuality is a gender. It is not. It is not a transgender person. Okay, perfect example for this. A transgender person is a male who wants to become or feels that they should have been female or vice versa, female, who male. The key word is at the end of the day, at the end of their transition, they are either male or female. Exactly. It's they still, choose a it's, gender. It's still like a gender. one or the other. Right. It's one of the two genders. Now, your sexuality, what you're attracted to or feel that you should be attracted to, that's a completely different scenario. That has nothing to do with physicality or, 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 or anything of that nature. That's a mental state. That is what attracts you. I mm-hmm. am. They argue that I am a cisgender straight male because of the fact that I like. I, I accept the fact that I was born male, and I like women. But here's the here's the separation. I was born male. I have an XY chromosome. I have a penis. Okay, I'm a male, and I am sexually attracted to females, not sexually attracted to males. I'm a straight. Oh. I'm a straight sexuality. I'm straight or, or heterosexual and I'm male. My sex is separate from my gender. Cause am I any exactly. less male if I was gay? Absolutely not. Um, here's a question. Well, something, um, interesting. You guys don't have to answer this, but it was an honest question that, um, somebody posted on Facebook. Okay. Um, so if, so if, if a woman, um, decides to date a transgender um, male is um, is she still straight? That's a hard one to, to decipher because you're you're talking about a perfect a perfect example. There is a YouTuber uh, out there who's a transgender uh, calls calls themselves a transgender lesbian, uh, Riley Dennis, who not only turns around and proclaims that. They are transgender female, although they don't want to change their their plumbing, for lack of a better term. And has sex with a, quote-unquote, straight female. A cis cis female, right? Mm -hmm. Now, his, her girlfriend considers herself a lesbian, but really, sexually, they're, they're having heterosexual sex. I think it's really just the this, the de- the definition of that. I think is in the eyes of the two people involved. You know what I mean? If, if they if they feel comfortable saying that she is with a he, 
even if that he has not gone through full transition and has the the, te- the wedding tackle hanging, then if that's what helps you sleep at night and the way you want to look at the the the, the relationship, power to you. I I really yeah, don't I don't think it's for any of us to judge whether it's gay or straight. See, I don't think your part. Well, because if you want to talk about a uterus or something, I don't think necessarily your part would define your gender. Um, not like, you know, for the most part, like, yeah, you know, you have a penis, but you, you're, a, you're a female. Okay, well, you're a female. I've got no issue with that. Um, if you want to be a man, I mean, you, like, start act, stepping into that masculine role, I've got no problem with a female becoming a male. You know what? By all means, we've got so many people that are confused about their gender and sexuality. If you're convinced that's what you are, I'm sold. That's what you are. Bag it and drag it. I see it. Like, I call it like I see it. You decide that. That's not for anyone else to decide well, let when me, it comes to your sexual parts or whatever. Let me let me, let me me shoot one out. Uh, I'm going to shoot it out to Sporadic. I'm going to ask you this question, Sporadic, all right? This is going to be a hypothetical. Let's, let, let's, let's, play, let's play a little role-playing role here, okay? You're a, right. you're a straight male, all right. You're 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 a straight straight cisgender male. You're you're happy being a guy. You like sleeping with women, okay. I'm a transgendered woman, but I haven't had the full transition. You know, I still have hormones I'm taking. I still, you know, have a tree trunk under under my skirt. Fact of the matter, okay. I'm sexually attracted to you. I want us to hook up, but you're not into it. Is it because you're transphobic or is it because the fact that even though you are willing to look at me as a woman, I am not the type of woman you would want because you would want a cisgendered woman as a straight male. How, how would you perceive that? Uh, I would perceive that as no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I would be transphobic for saying no to that relationship. It's more of a thing where you're, you have the male part. You say you're a woman. You might look feminine enough, but that's not the thing. You're still not a woman to the person you're asking to deal with. Maybe they just don't want to have relations with um, the parts attached to another man. Some people don't want that because they are straight. That is... Uh, one of the first sexualities that came out, like the OGs, um, not the um, not the new sexualities like pansexual and all that, attracted to everything. Are really um, old and demisexual yeah. and sapiosexual, but their sexualities. I, yeah, I, I, I get what he's coming from though, because it's it, it's it's had a very recent rise in, in popularity among the masses. Is what he what he what he was meaning. I got I got what he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just pointing out that fact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's transphobic of you to do that. I just think it's your own personal body. Like everyone, they can't force you to to go out with that person because, in the end of the day, it's your own decision. That doesn't mean that you hate. Absolutely can't stand uh, trans people like Hitler hated the Jews. It's nothing like that. You just don't want to go out with that person. Well, the reason the reason the I. The reason I asked that question. Do you still treat them as a female, though, or like, or just when it comes to sex? 
like they like yeah, but, you see them on the street like hey miss how are you doing or hey ma'am how are you doing but when it comes to like your own personal space you've got your own personal limits but would you still like treat them as a female well see that 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 was kind of the purpose of the point and and yeah that's why i said to him like he he looks at me as a female but he knows that i'm a trans female that, that's why I use that as, as an example. The reason of being that I asked that question is there is a movement within the LGBTQ community who is pushing that if you will not date or sleep with a transgendered person who that's rape. started life as that's the right. same gender as you, you are transphobic. And, and, and that you are you are well, expressing you, you are expressing hatred and bigotry towards them because you don't want to cross swords or or rub vaginas together simply because they identify as an opposite gender. And that 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 was that was why I asked that question. You want to know what what a real woman is? I will tell you what a real woman is. A real woman, ment- mentally, would accept that maybe sometimes somebody just doesn't want to sleep with me, and move on. That's right. For whatever yeah, no, reason. Not every- <laughs> well, not everyone is attracted to every- everyone. We're, we're going to make that clear. Not all bisexual women are attracted to all women and all men. Not all gay men are attracted to all gay men. You still have your preference. Like, oh, I prefer a blonde male. Or, you know, they've got to be this height or something. And this is what we see with feminism as well. Is this guy's got to be like six foot tall. Or he's not a real man. Well, <laughs> lady, you don't even act like a female. Like you don't act ladylike, and you're gonna start calling what is a real man. When I, when you act like that, I don't see you as a real lady. So you're really putting pressure on everyone. And it's like, look, you need to work on yourself and a lot of self-acceptance within your own self, because <laughs> you're you're really pushing like really extreme values on other people. And well, really extreme expectations. Well, see, the, the transgender community, I, I'll let a little something about this be known. Uh, I was hoping they'd be on the on the show tonight. They they weren't, unfortunately. I do have a transgender friend. And I've this person was a friend of mine for 20-plus years. Okay? I'd known her when she was a guy and confused and everything else for a very long time. And I was one of the first people she came out to. And when she came out to me, my first response... I kid you not, my first response is, I will not fuck you. Wow. And after we laughed at that statement, because it was a joke, I totally accepted the fact that this is what she had. Of course, I had to learn to use the proper pronouns and stuff like that. I slipped so many times because of the fact that I'd known this person for 20 years as one thing, and now there's somebody else. You know what I mean? I accept her for who she is. I'm nowhere near physically attracted to her. I've never been attracted to her. I wasn't attracted to her when she was a guy. I'm not attracted to her now. But that doesn't mean I don't respect the fact that she's a female. Fine. Cool. You're a female. But it doesn't make me transphobic that if you turned around, if she turned around one day and said she wanted, you know, wanted to go down on me and I'm like, uh, no, five o'clock shadow. You know what I mean? It Because... It doesn't mean that I don't accept her as a female or what she wants to identify as. It means that I'm still not attracted to you, regardless. Even if you were born 
female, I'm still not attracted to you. It that that's not the issue, but it's being made that that is the issue nowadays. That I'm transphobic because I don't want to have sex with a trans person who has the same genitalia I have, or or may not have had the full trans. Then of course you get the question: Well, what if they're a trans person that had the full uh, full surgery? What if they've been completely? I was just about to ask you that. Completely converted, <laughs> and here's the thing: I don't know. I will be dead honest with you enough to say I don't know. In that aspect, I don't know. Did I know be- that so many different variables come in? Did I know beforehand? That may put a taint on it. Or or vice versa. Let's say for the sake of argument, I meet a girl. I fell in love. We had sex. And while we're laying in bed cuddling afterwards, she turns around and tells me she used to have a penis. That may freak me out worse than knowing beforehand. I don't know. But you know what? That should be something that's consensual beforehand. Um, like, I know transgender people don't want to have to disclose that information. I kind of, I kind of understand why, because I see, like, so much um, confusion about um, transgender and, you know, the procedure and the process and whatnot. Like, there's lots of confusion about it, and, like, at what point is he actually now a she and whatnot. Um, like, I'll tell you now, like, if I'm going to go to the, a female bathroom, and if a transgender person comes in, Penis or not, if that's where they decide to pee, fine. You're a woman. You you know, I've got no issue with peeing beside you. Everyone's got to pee. Go right ahead. But, I mean, we do have people that come in and, you know, the guy may just put on a wig and, like, pretend to be a transgender person. Well, that motherfucker deserves his ass to pee, Tim. Like, because that's just what's, like, taint on all transgender people. Like, should we be scared of them or whatnot? Like, absolutely not. You should not be scared of them. Most of these people are just trying to live their lives. You know, be accepted for who they are. Um, be called the proper pronoun. Uh, stuff like that. Like, I don't see anything wrong with wanting a certain level of respect. People should be given a certain level of respect, regardless of man, woman, um, transgender, uh, black, white, this, that. You, you can name them all. Like, there's a certain level of respect that comes with humanity. Well, see that that that's that's going to be where I I really wanted to ask uh, our our guests that we unfortunately didn't get is there's one question that's really bothered me about about transgenderism, okay? And I'll I'll ask you guys because I'll get your guys' opinion. I would love to have had it with a a uh, 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 a, a transgender person because you know we're we're cisgendered straight whatever. You know, we we won't really have the answer, but it's something that really bothers me. You you talked about equality and human respect and decency, and I absolutely agree. You know, I do. Transgender people are no less human than straight or homosexual or whatever else in between. Okay, so we're not talking about their rights as human beings. But when you talk about the equality of transgenders to be equal to cisgenders or or gay or, or or lesbian or whatever the case may be I have a problem with this and it's not because I have a problem with them being equal to but the fact of the matter is it seems like that movement that particular movement wants to be equal but special now I'll explain why I'm born male 
but I feel I should have always been a woman. So I become a transgender person and my goal is to become a woman, to be perceived as a woman, to be treated as a woman, to act like a woman, to dress like a woman, to look like a woman. I'm now a woman. So what's the need for the word trans? Like with the bathroom thing, we could we could argue this point till we're blue in the face, but you know what? If trans people, trans women would just turn around and say, I'm a woman, and that's all they say, not I'm a trans woman, just I'm a woman, nobody would have batted an eye while she walks into the bathroom. Not one person would have batted an eye, but because you had to throw that first word in there and make sure that everybody knows that you're trans, well, because- now you brought attention to yourself and ruined the equality that you could have been given had you just turned around and acted that you were the gender that you identify with and be done with it. Well, what if they walk into a bathroom now, let's say, and, okay, like, I'm in a woman's bathroom, and this woman walks in. And, you know, you don't even see in the stall um, that if she's still got a penis or something. You don't see that. But, I mean, you may end up, like coming across things that may be like a little shocking so maybe it's like the value the shock value that they try to like take away like look i'm i'm a trans woman i may be a little bit different than you um here's a heads up so don't freak out don't lose your shit but deal with it okay fair enough i mean again to me it's it's more about like an attention to it the, the, the negativities that they gain from their transition is because they constantly want to tell us that they're transitioning. Why? Kind of like just struggle. just be just be who you want to identify as and move on in life. And nobody needs to know any any of the wiser, except for maybe the person you're you're intimate with in your personal life. But I mean, like that's probably an everyday struggle to be like. Like, you know, like a lot of uh, people going through transitions, like they lose family members, they lose friends, they lose a lot of that stuff. So, you know what, like, let's just get it off the table right here, right now. I'm trans. Okay. Okay. Well, no more shock, you know, like if I, like, I think it's given the opportunity to be like, well, I don't like that and leave or be like, you know, well, that's cool. Which at this point, like when they've lost so much in their lives, I don't think they have to deserve going through unexpected expectations later on and being like, oh my God, well, you used to be this way? Well, I can't look at you the same. Well, do you really want to hang out with people like that where you always have to be worried that at any moment they're going to drop you because of how you once were or something like that? Yeah, it's probably bothering them deep down like every single fucking day. That's you kinda, know that, that, that's kind of my point. That 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 that, that you're, what you're saying, I absolutely agree with, and, and and that's kind of my point of what I was trying to say, or at least for my mentality. And I, I I would like to clarify again. I have no problems with transgender people. If that's if that is your lifestyle and who you are, power to you, brother and sister. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. My question is just simply the term transgender instead of just being a trans uh, woman and trans man just be man or woman and the reason of being like venus was just saying uh you've already went through rough patches because family members didn't accept what was going on friends didn't accept what was going on uh jaded lovers may not have accepted what's going on and that absolutely sucks but now you're dealing with the rest of society 
in one way, shape, or another, either over pandering to you because you know they treat you like you're the uh, the, the the special child, or you got people who are so transphobic or 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 uh, hateful because of the fact that you're you're standing out there as you are. We're not talking about gay or straight. We're we're not talking about like the movement where people were bashed for being gay. They couldn't hide the fact that they were gay. I'm not saying that you should hide, but what I'm saying is is that if your goal is to be a woman, just be a woman. If your goal is to be a man, just be a man. The rest of the world doesn't need to know. And then life would be pretty much easier to you. That's my question. Is it a bad thing to put the word trans on what it is they are doing? If that makes any sense at all to you guys. It's a legitimate question. I'm not I'm not trying to say that, you know, what I'm thinking is right. I'm not saying that at all. I my 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 thought process could be completely off and wrong, and I'm willing to accept that. Well, no, try to save the drama for for everyone because it it does cause potential problems, but it and like for some other people, you know, it just gets over that back real quick. It's like, look, this is me. Accept it. Don't. It's done it over. Or you know, it could be like a huge secret. Like, can you imagine having to keep a secret from someone that becomes your friend later on in life? And it's like, look, I've I've been dying for years to tell you this. Like, people shouldn't have to go through that either. Like, you shouldn't have to keep things from your friends. You like, there's nothing you should have to keep from people that you trust and that you love. But I mean, right when you meet someone, sure, yeah, maybe that's something that you need to make sure that they're comfortable with in order to have a relationship with. You've been awfully quiet, sporadic. What about you? How do you, how do you stand on on the question I asked? I think both of your opinions are pretty valid on this subject, but um. I don't see a lot of flaws in it. I think this is just a very rough topic to talk about still, even though it shouldn't be. But just let people be who they are. That's all I got to say about it. Unless they're like identifying as the six millionth gender <laughs> for attention. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you never I, yeah fully... it shouldn't be about attention. It just shouldn't be about attention. That's that's pretty much my opinion on it. Okay, so um, get, <laughs> this is uh, interesting. So getting past this now. Um, so being a woman, um, we have a lot of expectations from other women about how women should be and what they should do and how they should act. Um, be, like being like not a feminist woman. Um, in, from my point of view, women should act in a certain way. Um, women should act accordingly. Like, not the soft little feminine flower. You know, we could be badass bitches if we want. But we've got, like, the certain femininity to us um, that I think a real woman should carry. Um, a lot of feminists, on the other hand, um, have a totally different point of view of how women should act. Um, women should be strong, independent. <laughs> Uh, make our demands known, this, that. Um, a, lot, a lot of things that I find quite outrageous. Um, so how do you guys think a woman should act as a real woman? Strong, independent, take no shit, need no man. <laughs> but still, look, 
it's a cliche statement, but quite honestly, a real woman is a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Okay? No nonsense could do anything a man could do, but at the same time, she could she could be vulnerable. She could be emotional. She could be loving and nurturing and those not be weaknesses. No, exactly. That's, I think that's what it makes it take to make a strong female is things like that because like we need to express our feelings as women. Like we definitely need to do that. But we need to do it in a healthy way. So we need to have like self-control over our like not over our emotions but in the way that we we act them out. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with like standing there and be like, ah, you know, and just yelling and letting it all out. What I do find um, not very ladylike or what, what a real woman should do is play the victim card all the time. Mm. Oh, you mean, you, like, mean like, a, you, you mean like the, uh, the, uh, the absolute bullshit uh, gender wage gap? Oh, and you owe me everything. Um, bow down to my needs and wants, even though I won't discuss them with you. Um, I think that's really sending out the wrong, the wrong image to even younger women who are going to grow up one day, or say their daughters, or their younger sisters, or their nieces. Um, they're setting a terrible uh, role model example, and these these women should have uh, like it's a woman thing that you should have somewhat of a maternal instinct. You should be taking care of like women. Um, you know, you've got that motherly thing about you. I think that is something that makes a real woman a real woman. Not this, oh, fuck him, and we're going to do this, and, and blame everything on him, and poor me, blah, 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 blah. No, sometimes you just got to put it in your back pocket and be like, look, there's little girls looking. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we address something that women use all the time for victimhood? What's that? You spent, women spent, a lot of women, not, not all women, but a lot of women, spend hours upon hours in the gym, working out, getting toned, getting fit. They want the skinny ass, they want the fucking uh, perky boobs, the flat stomach, and then once they achieve that, they'll put on the tightest clothes, the lowest cut shirts, the uh, tightest pants they could find with... Uh, G-string uh, underwear or less walk down the street like their shit don't stink but then they want to play the victim card because men are looking look if you're when they gonna, wanted that attention that, that, that's kind of what I want to address I'm not saying that a man has any right to disrespect you I'm not I'm not saying that a man has any right to touch you they don't but to turn around and bitch that a man is checking out your ass or your rack when you're dressed like that, you wanted that fucking attention. Quit victimizing him. Or not victimizing him. Quit quit, uh, quit demonizing him and playing the victim. You chose to do that. Ha- take Again, it goes back to our conversation earlier about consequences for your actions. Nobody's telling you how to dress, but if you don't want that type of behavior from people or you don't want that type of attention, don't dress in a way that attracts it. Here's a big catch-22. Um, so um, a friend of a friend, we were having this conversation about how men are disgusting pigs. If a woman is out in public, um, not wearing a bra, and she's wearing a tight shirt and her nipples are showing, men have absolutely no right to stare at her and make her feel uncomfortable. But now I'm hearing from this woman that it is perfectly fine for her 
to stare at a woman's chest because she likes and appreciates her nipples. And I'm like, well, you know what? I don't appreciate that. I'm a straight female, and you're making me feel uncomfortable now. There are feminists now who claim that if you look at them the wrong, if a male looks at them the wrong way, it's rape. But they could walk up and grab his junk. They, they can make other women feel uncomfortable. Not every woman is into woman, women or into you. The same that you feel about men. What, like, why does it change that? Oh, I'm like different. Um, I can wear whatever I want. Uh, men can't look. Um, I'm not allowed to feel uncomfortable by men. But I can make other women feel uncomfortable. It, it, it's, absolute, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it, it's mind-boggling, quite honestly, because... Most locker room. Let's look at locker rooms for a minute, okay? For for sake of argument, and I know it's sporadic. You can talk about this being in high school. I know you'll understand where I'm coming from with this. Women can be butt naked with each other in the locker room, whether they're straight, gay, whatever. They could stand right next to each other, bullshitting, even point out like how nice certain parts of their body are to others. Uh, you know, there's no touching, there's no sexuality, anything like that. Just simple. Oh, your ass looks nice today. Oh, well, thank you. I, I really I really like your nipple ring. You guys could do that to each other, and it's completely normal. Guys in the locker room... Yeah, I don't find that's normal. Guys in the locker room, butt-ass naked, we avoid each other like the fucking plague. You ever want to see hard stares into other people's eyes? Stand into a, man, a naked man's locker room. We are trying so hard to not look at anything. And we are keeping as much distance from each gay or straight, trying to keep as much distance from each other as possible because it's such an uncomfortable scenario. Am I wrong in this <laughs> sporadic, or is it has it changed since I've been in school? No, no, no. Um, I haven't been in the locker room yet, but I've heard stories. Um, there are, um, there is. Shower, not showers. I think there's two showers or three showers in there, but they're not really used at school. They're usually used by the teams that come by, like the basketball teams, football teams that are actually going into um like uh the town cities leagues. That's what they're used by. But if you're just going to school doing trying to do your gym classes, you're not going to be using the showers uh for gym. You probably just strip down to your underwear. You won't like take off that further point. Of exposure, probably just go strip down underwear and put on your regular outfit. We use uniforms, so your uniform, put that on, and then leave, or your deodorant and stuff. Um, yeah, but most guys aren't trying to look at each other and be like, "Oh, I like your abs today, man." They're trying <laughs> See, that's to just what it used avoid. That's what like when I was in high school. Yeah. But public pools are different. It's about in public pools, so tangents there. Same, same, same scenario. Like, okay, a public pool or, or even even the beach where you have uh, showers where there's no dividers or anything of that nature, right? A yeah. man will automatically go two shower heads over from another man. They will leave two shower, head, uh, shower spots open to have that much distance from the next naked guy. Women are comfortable being right next to each other. But at some point, yeah, like I think like we'll we'll go in the shower next to the other woman because we're automatically going to assume that the water's on um, in her in her shower. So 
so the shower next to her must be hot too. <laughs> and that's and that's like my mentality when I go into places like that. And you know, like it won't be super uncomfortable. Like okay, like I'm still straight. So I mean, like if a woman hits on me, it makes me slightly uncomfortable. I mean, like I could take a joke or something, but when it's like hardcore, like you know, like something that I wouldn't even tolerate from the man. Like no, I'm not. I'm not tolerating this from a woman either. But you know, we could be in the shower beside each other and just like la 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 la. la. And oh my god, your shampoo smells nice. Oh, you want to try it? Shit like that. And you know, we don't like it's it's uncomfortable for everyone to kind of be naked around each other. But we kind of just make the best out of it. We've all got boobs. We've all got vaginas. Um, for the for the most part, uh, you know, we've all got bums. We've all got stretch marks. We're all uncomfortable in our own bodies to begin with. So, I mean, if we're going to put us all together, it's just like, whatever. Well, see, that, got, um, that, that's where I was going with it. as well. That, 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 that's where I was going with it. Your, your uncomfortabilities with your own selves make it more acceptable for you, for you guys to be around each other. We men become so fucking insecure, not only of ourselves, but of even remotely being possibly razzed. Of for being like gay, for the sake of argument, if you're a straight male, and you accidentally look at at the guy next to you's dick, just by turning around, all of a sudden now you're gay, and like <laughs> it, that's horror filled for guys. It, it's stupid. It's stupid insecurity. I'm I'm not gonna paint it any other way. It is stupid in, insecurity, but that's the way men are. I mean, like I said, even gay guys for fear of, like, offending a straight guy, will not look at another man naked, even though that's what they're attracted to, in a gym locker room. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're and not going to turn... Like, more re- that's good to have more respect when it comes to that. Like, we don't want to... Like, you think like you guys don't want to purposely make each other uncomfortable. Like, you guys have respect for each other. Women just have low self-esteem when it comes to our bodies. <laughs> you can have the most perfect-looking uh, female ever... And you know what? She's still gonna have things that she's uncomfortable about with her body. So I mean, it's not really, it's not nice to, like point them out or whatever. But you know what? We look over and we see some woman's boobs, and it's like, oh, you know, big flappy boobies, whatever. Matt, move on. You know, turn around, do our thing. Like we don't make it a point to go look at each other for the most part, but it's there. I mean, you're gonna be close to naked women. You know, you just do your thing and try not to bump arms, pretty much. But if there's some woman just staring at everyone in the woman's locker room, nobody's going to fucking appreciate that shit either. Like, at all. You know, you might look and you might take a glance and be like, oh, cool. Turn your fucking head away after. Like, it, it happens. But the, you get the creepers that will just sit there and just stare at everyone. Like, get the fuck out of here, you weirdo. Like, nobody needs that shit. Does that happen in men's change rooms, too? Like, that you have the one weirdo who will sit there and, like, look at everyone, making everyone in the room uncomfortable? Uh, I went to a gym when I was still a pro wrestler. I went to a workout gym, and, of course, I used their public facility to shower and get changed when I was done working out. And I'm standing by the locker where my stuff is, and I'm, you know, on dis- disrobing and getting ready to put on underwear and, you know, stuff of that nature. And there's always... Again, I don't know if it's like this in high school. I don't remember it being this way in high school, but it might have been. Uh, but, you know, in, in, in your average gym, there's always some creepy old dude who's sitting there, balls flopping to the wind on the bench, wanting to have a full-on conversation with you. 
butt ass. Well, he's completely comfortable tech. sitting there that way. You know, <laughs> legs spread, just letting it fly with the breeze. And you're just sitting there like, dude, seriously, at least put your towel back on. Okay. <laughs> Don't sit on that bench, bench butt naked. Don't do that. I mean, there's, there's those type of creepers, but, you know, to, to be fair, in a men's locker room, if somebody's just standing there fucking, like, in the corner oogling, somebody's going to knock him the fuck out. Yeah, see, that's something that, will, like, will, like not, not every time that you're in a woman's change room that will happen, but that that's something that does happen. And, like, women don't realize, like, you're making other women uncomfortable. Even, like, a lesbian woman, she, she still doesn't, just because she's into women does not mean she's into you. And there you are staring at her and staring her down, like, what, because you're entitled to, because you're a woman? Um, no, you don't. <laughs> you still might get knocked the fuck out. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I anticipate it happening one day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, remember remember that one girl? I, I, it was a couple years ago. It was an actress who went to a uh, public gym, and she took a selfie picture in, in the shower slash locker room, body shaming that, uh, that elderly woman, and took a, basically took a picture of her butt-ass naked in the shower, but was shaming her because she was fat and her, her boobs were you know, floppy or whatever else. Remember that shit? I don't remember the, who the actress was, but, like, she deservedly, she deservedly got pretty much ostracized and she had to publicly apologize. She lost her job. She lost pretty much everything. Again, deservingly. Who the fuck are you to judge anybody, male or female? Who were the fuck? Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck is Venus? Who the fuck is sporadic? Who the fuck is anybody to judge anybody on anything? Exactly. And then to shame them on top of it. That person did not ask for their picture to be taken, dressed or naked, and plastered all over social media. Who gave her no, that right? And that's not a right. That's actually quite illegal to do. But women have this sense of entitlement. Like, we can walk anywhere. We can do anything. Like, when, like I don't understand how women could say, oh, if I'm in a room full of men... I'm uncomfortable. Well, honey, you're obviously in the wrong fucking room then, first off. And if you can't have a conversation with, like, gentlemen or men, like, you're the problem. Well, that's about, that. that's exactly what I was about to say. Well, first off, it depends on the group of men you're in a room with. <laughs> like, if you're going to, exactly, if you're going to go to, like, say, a gentleman's club and, you know, like, they're, you're in a room full of men. Well, you know what? Strippers do it every day. They don't have a problem with it. And you know what? They're naked half the time. And you make it seem like they're going to be victimized. They have no problem with this. They don't get assaulted. They don't get overly harassed. Why would you do that when you're just some, like, you know, mediocre-looking woman who's um, dressed so not like not tits out, but nipples out or anything? You're, you're, <laughs> you shouldn't be walking into this room and expecting that the worst is going to happen. Like, most men in this world, have a level of respect for other people. Like, even in a change room, as we we all heard. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying disrespect doesn't happen. I'm not saying that rape doesn't happen. It's an unfortunate reality in this world. Okay? And, and it's terrible. It's horrible. I wish it would go away. The same way as, like, the other night when we were talking about racism. And I wish it was completely gone. But unfortunately, it is an ugly reality of this world. But, just like racism... 
the levels of disrespect and the levels of sexual assault that happen on a daily basis to women are minute to the numbers of women of this world. Okay, and the, and the, and the levels of men. Majority of men are not skeeving fucking sexually deprived deviants. Majority of women of this world are not getting oogled or harassed or, God forbid, raped. Let's be real about statistics here. It happens. It happens. Once is too many. But it's not this epidemic that they try to make it to be. Like, I'm a woman. I've been um, harassed by men. Um, I haven't been assaulted by men. Um, like, you know, like, I've had, like, my fair share of dealings with, with men being inappropriate. Now, let me just point this out. And I'll tell you, like, 100% of the fucking time, when one man steps out of line and acts disrespectful and acts like a fucking pig or something, there will be 10 men to knock his fucking ass out. Every Facts. fucking time. Facts. It, that is, it's, for, it's true. But now you get women that will sit there and make a big deal or something. Like, say you're at a bar and a guy comes along and you're ignoring him or something. Even his buddies will come up, like, if he's there with his friends, even at a certain point. They'll come up at a certain point and be like, buddy, back the fuck off. Like, ten of them compared to one of them. So, like, women are really demonizing men because about one person out of, like, you know, we'll say 10% of men. Because of 10% of men, when really, like, it's, it's, it's men that will save you from this one man. Because that's what masculinity is and whatnot. Um, uh, I forgot your name. <laughs> We're at it. What, what do you think about chivalry and all that and, like, women's reactions to, to men's behavior? Well, like you said earlier, you said for every man that is a uh, pig to a woman, there will be 10 to knock them down. Yeah, I feel like that's really true, especially in our society, especially when the men that are willing to stand up for the women are also demonized because the women think that they are strong, independent women that don't need no man to help them, but they are also crying and screaming for help for a man to help them, which makes no sense. They, they want the help, but they don't need the help in quotation marks. Well, see, let, let me let me let me go further. Uh, again, I know you're in high school and and you're just now starting uh, in life to, to really kind of I don't want to say delve into, but starting to see this type of behavior happen in this world. Have you had experience in that? Have you like to set an example? Have you seen a girl at the mall or wherever you hang out? You thought she was kind of cute. You check her out. You want to go over and talk to her, and she acts like you just fucking raped her mother. You didn't uh, creep in any way, but she treats you like you were, you, you know, you're Charles Manson. I'd say, uh, yeah, but not like as you put it, but along those lines, yes. Right. I, I know. I was kind of like yeah. you know, really, really painting That's a, a broad cool. stroke, but yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah, I could see yeah. sporadic as a, as a guy who's like, dude, lay the fuck off. Like, and like, honestly, like, swoop in or like, save this woman or, you know, like, not like, not even have expectations in return. Like, he's, he's pretty well, 
you've you've got quite uh, gentleman mannerism and stuff like. <laughs> yeah, but I I learned that like along those lines from like you guys. You know, I've learned how to be there for a woman and how to be there for other people from you guys. So. Well, here, here's Just how we influences in your life, well, like see, we said a long time ago. See, there's yeah, there's, exactly. there's a there's a Facebook meme that is perfect because it, it's a meme, but and it's a saying, but it, it's it's the God's honest truth, and it kind of brings this podcast full circle here uh, to to what we were talking about earlier about like it starts in the home, it starts with the family. There's a meme out there that I absolutely agree with 120%. It's mostly uh, targeted towards, like, fathers and and their children. But be the man you want... to be the man you want your daughter to marry and be the be the man you want your son to be. They learn from you. And it's the same thing with mothers. Mothers, be the woman you want your daughter to become and be the woman that you want your son to marry. In other words, be the fucking example. Yep, exactly. You know, the, the plain and simple fact is if I want my daughter to have high expectations from a guy... And have those expectations met. I have to teach her what those expectations are in a guy. By being that person. And vice versa with my son. If I want him to be a person who treats women with respect. And as equals. And always puts their knees above his own. Like a gentleman should. There's only one way I could teach him that. And that's by living that action. So it starts in the home. Yeah. Exactly. But well, I think at that note, I'm going to have to let you guys go because I, I have school tomorrow morning. Oh, absolutely. I gotta be yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I was just about to wrap up the show, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, because you do have school. Um, so, Sporadic, um, thanks for joining us. And you yeah, will, um, <laughs> I think you're going to join us again next week, right, for the sex ed curriculum in schools um, as a topic, right? Yeah. That's, that's what we discussed, yeah. Perfect. All right, well, you have a great night, and happy birthday. Happy right, birthday, you. Brother. It was birthday. good talking with you. <laughs> all right, and um, I'll message you tomorrow. It's what? I said I'll message you tomorrow. All right. All right, you have a good one. All right, you guys too. Nice right. meeting you, Maggie. Happy birthday. All right, and uh, I guess you want to wrap this up? Oh, well, we can continue a bit more. Okay. <laughs> I, I've pretty much said all I've got to say now. Um, you know, like, gentlemen are supposed to have uh, certain mannerisms. I think a, a real woman has certain mannerisms as well. Um, doesn't matter what your, like, um, biological or physical state. Um, if you're going to be a woman, like, be a woman. And that's, I'm kind of proud of, like, the transgender women who are coming out as transgender women because... They've got more of the feminine qualities um, that feminists um, seem to be lacking, like on a on a female level. Like they're playing the manly part. They're they're acting like men. Um, even as Fred said, like girls in school are now acting more boyish and you know doing that kind of stuff. So so when a woman wants to be a woman, like hallelujah, I accept you. <laughs> Thank fuck about time. You know someone's acting like that more feminine with more feminine uh, femininity. Um, and like, it might even change like society as society is right now, like with the pressure on men and women, because 
we have more people wanting to actually be women instead of having disgrace towards being a woman. I, I I can I can get behind that. I can agree with that. I, I think I think my closing statement to, to everything here, uh, because I know I'm kind of the demon in this one right now. Um I I, I, I guess my closing statement will be more of a, again a disclaimer. Uh, the, the conversations we had tonight were in no way, shape, or form intended to be an attack. Okay, they are simply expressions of opinions and points of view, and their purpose not only to educate is to educate and things that maybe you did not know. Okay, but it's also talking points. We want people to discuss. We want open dialogues and ideas and points of view. I would love to have a chat. Uh, with you guys on YouTube, putting comments in, expressing what you thought or feel or or maybe answering my questions. Of course, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate. Of course, I know I'm going to get trolls and everything else. I will be honest with you. I'm going to ignore those fucking people. But the ones that... You know what? They're, they're more invited to actually join us on this show. If you've got a problem with anything that was said, if you've got a strong opinion about something, um, for this part of... Well, this show uh, that had to be said with Venus, you are more than welcome to join the show. Oh, absolutely. I'll have an open debate with you. I have no problem with that. You know, uh, I will keep it civil like I did with this conversation. Even when I don't agree with certain ideas, I still keep it civil because of the fact that we're having a discussion. I'm learning something. Maybe I find out I'm wrong about something. And that's I'm I'm open to that. I'm cool with that. And maybe you're wrong about something. And I educate you. the the, the point of the no, matter the, the the point of the matter is 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 simply this: what I have said is my point of view and my point of view only. My questions were my questions only, and in no way, shape, or form do they reflect or intend to inflict hatred or disapproval of anybody in any form of their lifestyles. I have no problems with anybody. I don't care if you're gay or straight, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, transgender, tow truck, airplane. I do not care. If you are a decent human being who has decent morals and values and treats me with respect, you can expect the exact same back from me. That is the God's honest truth. I am not trying to rabble rouse. I am trying to have a dialogue. And to be honest, and for the record, we've read well. I've reached out to multiple people with different um, viewpoints, different opinions, um, different. You know, um, I, like I've reached out to transgender people, uh, feminist women, mothers, um, everything to join this podcast tonight, and not a single one. Um, actually wanted to be on it. So that's for the record there also. Christopher also reached out to some of his friends um, with different um, backgrounds and viewpoints and stuff. Not a single person joined us on this show tonight. So we actually tried to reach out to other people to have a more open discussion. So before anyone loses their shit about that, um, we tried. So if, hey, at any point anybody wants to be here, by all means, send us a message. Send us a message on uh, comments on, on YouTube. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Venus Chan or Solar Nova. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as Venus Uncensored. 
Um, and Christopher can be found too. There, there's ways to communicate with us, and you're more than welcome to join us at any point for any show. Well, you can you can find me on any of the Realm of the Mist uh, podcast. You can find me on Realm of the Mist uh, Entertainment uh, uh, Entertainment our our official website, which I, is under construction, but there will be a chat board to it. There will be uh, a link to to the email address, so you guys can message me or any one of us through that way. And of course, there's going to be links at the bottom of this video uh, for you guys to to get in contact with us or to to check out any of our other shows and the platforms that we're on. Uh, uh, so, guys, there, there's no excuse. If you want to have a chat and a, a dialogue and an exchange of ideas, not only do we welcome it, we will bring you on the show to do it. I, absolutely. No questions about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no need I mean, for hate. We can We can discuss ideas and have opposing views without hatred. No, I I fully appreciate it as well, but I mean, if nobody wants to talk, nobody wants to talk, right? So exactly, you can't force anybody. So here we are, left having these like, it, you you could call them more one sided discussions. Like, yeah, sure they may be, but um, like I I hope to have a guest on the show like every week to address different topics. Which I mean, out of everyone that I like, I got a hold of, um, a few of them bailed on me last minute. A few of them just didn't respond to me today, and one of them couldn't make it. So there, there was uh, quite a few people. So uh, it's the, not our fault. <laughs> we we wanted to have we wanted have to have more diverse ideas and opinions to to really have a dialogue with. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe there'll be a part two to this conversation. It may happen in the future. Hell, it There's may so be much go on right. <laughs> it may it may be you listening that fills that that spot oh yeah we're we're pretty open to anything <laughs> well not we're desperate but we're we're pretty open to other people's opinions and views and whatnot and like we, we really tried to get a lot of people's different people's opinions and views but here we're, we are <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not we're not the government we're not we're not the media we're we're a independent podcast company we will give you if you want a voice we'll give you a voice Definitely. Don't be shy. Because <laughs> we're definitely not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk about everything from penis to... Oh, my God. This first show is about penis, so I mean... <laughs> Yeah, the first the first it had to be said uh, it had to be said with Venus was about penis. Uh, this one... <laughs> This one went a lot of different directions. <laughs> yeah, well, it had to be said. I mean, everything from... Well, we did we did reach the, the three goals of um, uh, internet safety for parents, shitty people, shitty behavior, and what it takes to be a real woman. So, yeah, we can still articulate on these later on. No problem. Exactly. But all yep. right, all right, guys, we thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this video and and this uh, podcast. If you did in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out the other great. Uh, videos from uh realm of the mist entertainment and of course show us love on anchor fm or where quality uh podcasts are found like itunes uh spotify just look up realm of the mist entertainment you'll find it had to be said war of the stars uh realm of the mist podcast and of course after hours our comedy show which is a lot more lighthearted than some of the topics we'd like to talk about on the other shows and guys 
very, very much. If you like what's going on uh, on Anchor FM, you could hit that support icon. You could pitch a dollar. You could pitch five dollars. You could pitch a hundred dollars. It's up to you. But any little bit helps us provide the best quality of entertainment and uh, information that we could possibly provide to you. Without you, there is no us. Yes, and we need—we all need new microphones. So, <laughs> 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 all right. Have a good night, everybody. You have a good one.